Facebook is such a great way to make somebody aware of a problem or a solution that they might not be aware of. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Welcome to episode number 59 of Perpetual Traffic. Got Ralph, Molly, and myself on. How are you guys doing today? All right. Awesome. Woo! Good stuff, good stuff. So we're coming towards the end of summer. A lot of you are in industries probably where August is a slow month. So just remember that after Labor Day, things pick up in a big way. Unless you're selling, you know, get back to school gear or golf training or something like that. You're probably having a downtime right now, and that's just going to be seasonal. So now is a great time to start figuring out high-level strategy and working on ad copy, which is the topic of today. We're going to talk about some examples and critique some Facebook ads. This is a good time to do that. It's a good time to be looking through your accounts and really getting ready for next month because that's when all of a sudden people just wake up. People just disconnect in August. The masses in general do. Even if you're not disconnected, a majority of your customers are. So it's okay. But right now is a good time to plan and and create some good creative. Today, actually, all three of us are going to be recording our own version of a little mini ad critique. And we're going to be walking you through some ads and why we like them in in different industries. And then, of course, you can head over to the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast and go through each of these critiques that that we talk about. We're going to have screenshots, images that you can look at. First of all, before we do that real quick. Facebook updates news. There's been a recent kind of frustrating update with the Facebook ads manager, power editor, however you manage your ads. Basically, Facebook has decided to go in there and and change one setting that could have affected your ads already running. And also something to be aware of if you're creating any new campaigns in the future. And that is the placements and the ad set level. Facebook has changed it to where the default setting For your placements, your placement is going to be like desktop right column or desktop news feed or or mobile news feed. And the way that they've done this now is they have automatic placements and they have it as recommended. And that's the default. So they automatically set it to where you're going to be showing your ad in news feed on Facebook, right column on Facebook, mobile on Facebook and in Instagram and in the audience network. And it's a bummer because that's not what we recommend. What we recommend is to focus on Facebook and hold off on Instagram and audience network until you get some data. And maybe you start out in all placements on Facebook, but you know you might be in a situation where you, you're separating out mobile from desktop. You might have ads running right now where they automatically turned on desktop, even if you had it turned off. Right, Ralph? I mean, that's happened in some recent campaigns. Unfortunately, yes. And they kind of screw stuff up, which really has caused a big uh, pain for us uh, the last couple of days. But because we tend to separate out desktop newsfeed, mobile newsfeed, and then right-hand column, and then we usually reserve Instagram or audience network in specific cases. But Facebook now has updated yet again the ads manager and the power editor, which is where we create most of our ads, or pretty much 99% of our ads, to get that little automatic placements recommended under the placement section of power editor and definitely do not 
take the recommended route from Facebook in this case. In most cases, we say do what Facebook tells you to do. But in this case, we say don't do what Facebook tells you to do because you're just your traffic is going to be diffused across all these different networks and you lose a lot of control. So at the very least, click edit placements and then go into you know all devices if you want to. And you can just specifically pick which part of Facebook you want to run your ad in, whether it's mobile, desktop, right-hand column. And then if you want to run in uh, Instagram or if you want to run in the audience network, we typically, like he said, we do deselect those when we start off. But yeah, it has caused some changes and some havoc here. But uh, just moving forward, make sure that you do that whenever you just create a, any new ads. Check that section. Cool, cool. All right. So what we did for this episode is each one of us recorded our own mini ad critique. We're going to let Molly kick it off and it's going to go Molly, Ralph, then Keith. And just remember, you can go back to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast and check out all the screenshots of the ones we're going through. So we recommend going there now and, you know, kind of be able to refer back to that. Even if you're listening to on your mobile device, you can listen with your headphones and you can kind of scroll and look at the images while you're listening to us. Just don't do it while you are driving. All right. Other than that, hope you enjoy this podcast episode number 59. Okay, guys. So first, I'm going to critique an ad from Concordia University. Again, if you go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast, you can actually see these ads, screenshots of these ads, so that you can really get a visual. But I'm going to talk about what I like and what I don't like about this ad. First of all, I really like the newsfeed copy here, the copy at the top of the ad. It says, transform your career without disrupting your life. And if you look at the image, it has the silhouette of a woman with a family in the background, which I think is really powerful because it's really portraying this marketing message of transform your career without totally disrupting your life, right? Without disrupting your home life, you know, without taking away any time from your children. I think they did a really good job here of overcoming doubt that someone might have. And as a woman who's middle-aged and and not really in the age range to be in a traditional college, this ad really makes sense. And again, I, I think it's because they're using this hook, transform your career without disrupting your life. And the image is really portraying this idea that this woman is thinking about her kids, and that this university isn't going to interfere with her home life, that she can still accomplish her goals without having to compromise her life at home. The headline below that is earn your MED online in 14 months. So again, I, I really like how they're focusing on this isn't disrupting your life. This is an online course and it only takes 14 months. So anytime you can use specificity and copy in terms of numbers, that's great. Below that, you say empower others through your teaching, earn your master of education degree in just 14 months. So they're using that last line of copy to really reinforce the rest of the ad. If I were to change anything about this ad, I would have added some more copy to that top line, transform your career without disrupting your life. I think it's great to use a tagline, but I also think that sometimes people don't make the connection if your copy and image don't really scream at a pain point. 
So I would have added a line of copy that said something to the effect of, you know, are you wanting to go back to school, but worried it will interfere with your home life, you know, transform your career without disrupting your life with Concordia. Um, So I just would have added a little bit of extra copy there to really hit at that pain point for people that aren't reading too much into these ads. But overall, I really love this ad. Again, you can check it out at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. But they really did a good job of understanding their avatar, understanding what barriers they're going to have to overcome to really sell this idea of going back to school to a middle-aged woman. The second one I want to critique is from Hired.com. And you can see that that I actually saw this on my mobile device. So the copy at the top says, if you're counting down the hours until you get to leave the office, it might be time for a change. With over 3,500 companies on Hired, find one that you're passionate about. So this copy is really telling a story and anyone with this particular pain point that's working in an office that doesn't like their job, that's bored with their job, that hates sitting at a desk all day, they're going to relate to this copy. It's wonderful copy. If you're counting down the hours until you get to leave the office, it might be time for a change. I think that a lot of people can relate to that. And, you know, luckily for a hire, they're hitting that pain point and then they're saying, hey, the solution is our product, right? We have over 3,500 companies. Again, using a number for specificity there is really, really powerful. Find one that you're passionate about. The copy at the bottom, the headline says, sales pros, you're in high demand in Austin. So it looks like they were doing some some job title targeting here. That's probably why I saw this ad. You're in high demand in Austin. So using the actual city name and the ad was great. Really calling out that audience, making people realize that this ad was written specifically for them. I really love that part of the ad. And then the image. The image is wonderful. It says, get more out of your work-life balance. It's a nice green color that really stands out in the newsfeed, but it has a gauge. And on one side is work and on the other side is life. And the gauge is starting to tick towards the side that says life. So again, they're doing a wonderful job of portraying the marketing message here because you could scroll through your newsfeed and look at the image and immediately know what this ad is about. If you have the pain point of wanting a better work-life balance, this image would absolutely catch your attention. So again, head over to the show notes if you want to actually visually see these ads, but I hope you found uh, these critiques to be helpful. Hey, this is Ralph with my two ad critiques. I've got two that I really like that we picked out out of dozens that I really did like, but I narrowed it down to these two. And then I've also got, I just couldn't resist, but I have a third one of an example of what not to do. And it's just so horribly bad. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about when I explain it, when you see it on the show notes. So first off is one of the ones that I really like, and I see these a lot. Uh, It's probably because I'm retargeted by these guys because it's an awesome product and one that we advocate in the agency for a lot of our customers, uh, and that is SamCart. They have a number of different ads, which I think really hit on the pain points of their potential avatar, as well as they really use good visuals in their ads themselves. And uh, they're selling a webinar 
in their ad or trying to convince people to convert on a webinar by hitting on pain points that maybe new internet marketers or maybe new digital marketers have, which is the complexity of setting up a sales funnel. And this is something that's really overwhelming to a lot of newbies who are just starting out in the industry. And they have a solution that that really solves that, a really simple solution. It's an elegant solution, which is their product, Samcart. And they use a webinar to sell that. I think it's an automated webinar. But the ads I see are, are really good. I think the ad copywriting is really good. Uh, they have a number of different images. Some are actually sort of a before and after image of like, you know, what a sales funnel is told to look like and another what it's really like kind of thing. So it really hits on these pain points because this is uh, definitely a big issue when you're first starting out, you're first maybe making your first digital product or maybe you're trying to sell online for the first time. So the ad copy that they use sort of goes into this sort of classic, you know, how I achieved a massive outcome while overcoming a massive disadvantage sort of formula, which is one that we really like in the agency. And I think, you know, this originally comes from Andy Jenkins and his group, and we learned it years and years ago and still use it to this day. It's very, very effective. But the uh, the ad copy that they use in this ad is, are you overwhelmed with the idea of setting up a marketing funnel, question mark, looking for an easier way to generate sales online, question mark. So two questions, right, to begin with, which I think is really good. And then the name of the online training is how to double your sales, so massive outcome, without spending weeks setting up a marketing funnel, overcoming a massive disadvantage. So it's that classic kind of, you know, you can do this without this really painful thing, get this real cool thing without this really not cool thing. And uh, I just think the name of the the training is really good. I really do like the image that they use. They use an image of uh, a marketer, even though it's it, it's a stock image, but they put a little bit of a tint on it. It looks like it's maybe like a chrome or sort of an Instagram tint which we do, and we advocate doing that with stock photos. Sometimes uh, stock photos just sort of look like stock photos in the newsfeed. And if you can use a, a tool like canva.com, which is a free tool, which has a way in which to uh, tint your images so that they don't look quite so stock photo-y, those tend to sort of repel people and they kind of look like just typical ads on Facebook. So if you put a little tint in there, they, I think they did a little bit of that coloration inside this image. And then some of their other images, like I said, are sort of a little bit more, you know, blue and white with a sort of before and after kind of thing, which I think is really effective. In their headline, they use big caps, all caps letters, which, you know, we advocate using caps, but not overusing it. Free training. They don't say it's a webinar. A lot of people might not know what a webinar is. Really smart there. So they say free training, double your sales without a marketing funnel. So they sort of go back to that, you know, achieve a massive outcome while overcoming a massive disadvantage, which is something that's really overwhelming to people who are just starting in the industry. So they also use in the display URL, uh, they use a click here to save your seat now, which I really actually like. So we usually say click here to reserve your spot. They say click here to save your seat now. I kind of like that. And then they use a call to action button, which sometimes we use, sometimes we don't use, which is watch more. So overall, just a really solid ad. I'm sure they get um, really good click throughs and really good conversions on it. The second one I really like is very, very different. Uh, this is actually from an e-commerce company. I see these in my newsfeed quite a bit. Uh, maybe it's because I'm one of their consumers as well, uh, which is, I'm not really sure how to pronounce it, but it's W-I-N-C and it's clubw.com. Basically what they do is they sell wine online. 
And they have a very simple kind of elegant image that has a bunch of bottles of wine. And then in the middle, complying with the 20% text rule, they say, we'll find the right wine for you, which I think is a really good tagline. And their top line and their their text and the, the ad copy is stop going to the store exclamation point, all in lower caps, nothing really to, you know, internet marketing here. And then they just go right into their their promise. We deliver personalized wines to your doorstep. Really simple, you know, easy value statement and get started today. Take $20 off your first order, plus receive complimentary shipping and other exclamation points. So simple ad copy, not real long. And with their headline, they use, you know, reiterating their text copy. Again, get 20% off and they use the and symbol complimentary shipping. So there's a couple of things I like here. They actually use different symbols. They use the plus sign in the text copy, which I think is really good because it's it's something that is potentially, uh, for whatever reason, those signs sometimes get better click-through rates when you put it in your ad copy. I'm not sure why. And they also use that and sign in their headline. And then in their description, they say, we eliminate the guesswork, get your personalized wine recommendations today. It's just sort of a friendly, kind of easygoing ad. Uh, it's the reason I like it. And I'm sure it does well. It might not sell wine right off the bat, but it definitely prompts me to get the click, which is really the thing that you're trying to do in the newsfeed. You're not trying to sell the product quite yet, unless you have a video ad or something like that. But uh, you know, when you're just using a straight link post ad with a 1200 by 628 image, and you're just trying to sell the click, get them on the site. And once they actually click, there's a wealth of information that goes there. So I really do like those guys, how they're doing things. And they use the learn more call to action button as well. So which I think is a little bit less intimidating than sign up or buy now, or I forget a lot of the buttons. Learn more is the one that we tend to use the most. And both of these ads actually do use call to action buttons, which sometimes we use, sometimes we don't use. It sort of depends on how we're feeling on that particular day. So uh, both of those, I think, are really, really good. I like them both. See them all the time on my newsfeed. The last one is the one that you definitely want to avoid. I, I'm not sure who this is exactly, but you'll be able to see it in the show notes. But it's unfortunate that they did not check their headline ad copy as to how it appears in the right-hand column. Uh, and this is something that we now will specifically write ads that are for the right-hand column because the right-hand column, you have less characters, you have less space, you've got a display URL that may or may not sit correctly, which is sort of your second line in your right-hand column ads. And unfortunately, these guys, um, they said, I needed welfare to feed my family until I... The next word is discovered, but unfortunately in the right-hand columns, it says, until I discoed. So not exactly the message that we want to have. I needed welfare to feed my family until I started discoing. Is kind of the way that I read it. We had a good chuckle about this in the, uh, in the agency of what not to do, and that's the reason why we write ads specifically for the right-hand column. And a lot of people forget about the right-hand column. And uh, both Keith and I are big advocates for the right-hand column, not only just for conversions and branding, but especially for retargeting. We find that right-hand column ads 
are really effective because they just sort of hang there on your laptop or on your computer all day and they kind of just cycle through. So we always make it a point to to set up lots of right-hand column ads, especially for retargeting ads for smaller audiences, but we also test them right out of the gate with cold audiences as well. So, but whatever you do, make sure that you don't disco your way to success here with the right-hand column ads. Make sure that you do check your ad copy, how it looks, preview it in the right-hand column first before you set your ads live. So you don't have this kind of embarrassing mistake going on. So uh, I'm sure they've got a great product, but uh, this particular case just uh, is something that you definitely do not want to do. So something to avoid. So those are my three choices for this week. We'll talk to you all soon. Hey, Keith Beck here with you. And I'm going to be talking about one ad that I really like. And I'm going to talk about what I like about it. And I'm also going to talk about what I would suggest possibly testing out if I was running this campaign. Now, this is a minute nine long video ad by a company called ZenReach. So Z is in zebra, ZenReach. And here's what it says. Check out what some bar and restaurant owners are calling, quote, the best marketing decision I made last year. Sign up for a free 30-day trial of ZenReach today. And then it's got a minute nine video. It's a dude in a bar with the bar behind him. And at the beginning of it, he's basically talking but pulling out business cards out of a fishbowl. If you own a restaurant or a bar or any business, really, you can see that frustration that people have tried to use that and it just never really works, right? They collect all these business cards, but then they never follow up with people and they never get their names in the system. So below the video, the headline is, bring thousands of your customers back with Wi-Fi. It's easy. Use Wi-Fi to collect emails five times faster. Automate your marketing. Create a customer loyalty program in a snap. So I'm going to play the video and then I'm going to talk about what it does. And of course, at the show notes, digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast, we will link out to this. You can check this out at zenreach.com. You can actually watch the video at their main website. But I'm going to talk about how I would change the ad copy and what I like about the video and how you can replicate this for your business as well. So let's play the video. So you're a bar restaurant owner and you're wondering how to reach my customers and more importantly, how I bring them back. Email marketing works, but how long are you going to live with this fishbowl? The truth is having Rachel Potter's card doesn't tell you anything about who Rachel is and how you should connect with her. Introducing ZenReach. It's the easiest way to turn new visitors into loyal customers. With ZenReach, your customers connect to Wi-Fi by providing an email, which we automatically add to your database, complete with their gender, age, and visit history. When customers leave, ZenReach does the hard work of bringing them back. And the fishbowl just illustrates that so well. Then he throws it, and there's a little bit of humor, not a lot, but quickly, they they don't show this scene long enough. I wish they did, but they, they show a quick picture of a bunch of people sitting at their tables smiling. And then they have this digital image of like Jeff value $7, Lena value $125 visits five last visit, February 1st, 2015. So it shows a picture of people in a restaurant eating and drinking, but then there's a little digital pop-up next to them that shows how it looks like inside the system. So you can see all of these customers and it really visualizes the real life experience, the challenge, but also the solution that this product provides. With ZenReach, your customers connect to Wi-Fi by providing an email, which we automatically add to your database. So then here it does it really well. It just shows one customer, Andrea, value $25, visits one, female, 25 to 34, San Francisco, California, zero emails sent. 
And so it's a picture of her real life video and then it has a little pop-up of showing that data. When customers leave, Zenreach does the hard work of bringing them back by sending automated emails to the right customer at the right time. We even know when your customer hasn't visited in a while. So this is a big, now it's showing a customer that's out at a park hanging out and looking at their phone and sees a text message or an email. We miss you, first wine on us. And it's a picture of a little glass of wine emoji. And it just illustrates so well what this product does. It also helps the audience person, if they own a restaurant or a business, you know, they feel that frustration. They know. The magic's in the analytics. Sandreach not only tells you how many people open an email, but we also measure your walkthrough rate. Your walkthrough rate shows you how many people actually come back as a result of an email. This is where he gives them an aha moment. I love that. Facebook is such a great way to make somebody aware of a problem or a solution that they might not be aware of. So a lot of times I like to think about the Facebook audiences. They don't know what they don't know until they know, right? And it's your job to make them aware. It's your job to let them know. So in this case, some people might not be paying attention to walkthrough rate. And they're making them aware of how they need to be measuring this statistic. If they don't know this, they're losing a lot of people. And this loyalty program app is the solution to, to solve that problem. Grow your email list, automate your marketing, and bring back more customers today. Grow your email list, automate your marketing, and bring back more customers. Love it. It really tells the story really, really well. Now, there's a few things. So I love the video, and this thing's been playing over and over and over again. I know it's doing really well for them. I don't have specifics, though. But let's talk about what I might do as far as changing up the ad copy. And they might be doing this. I'm not sure. But if you go to their main website, you can see right above the fold, drive your walkthrough rate with Zenreach. Customers who sign on to Zenreach Wi-Fi visit 65% more often than customers who don't. Find out how. Okay, then you can watch the video. So, you know, I did a little digging on just basic on the internet. And it looks like 50 to 60% of customers don't return after their first visit. This is general, right? This is people that are trying to sell loyalty programs. So the one thing I don't like about this ad copy itself is it goes right to the call to action too quickly, right? Check out what some bar and restaurant owners are calling the best marketing decision I ever made last year. I like that. I like the quote too. And then it goes right to sign up for a free 30-day trial of Zenreach today. I don't know if I like that coming in so quick. I could see them leading with the statistic. Did you know that up to 60% of restaurant customers do not return after their first visit? Watch the video to find out how to get them back or watch the video to find out how to increase your customer walkthrough by 65% or click the link to learn more. What we try to do is with our Facebook ad copy, there's a lot of different objectives you're trying to achieve and there's different frameworks that you can use. But typically we like to try to lead with something that either calls out their attention or calls out a big frustration or challenge. So I usually lead with something that's attention getting, something that is a frustration, a challenge, or sometimes we lead with credibility, authority, kind of social proof. It just depends on your specific situation. In this case, they're not really doing any of those. A little bit with the best marketing decision I ever made, but not really, okay? So that's the only thing I don't like to see. I'd, I'd rather them lead with something that makes them aware of a problem, which is the 60% of customers leave after their first visit or something that's attention getting, something like that. That's the one thing that I would do differently. And they already have it on their website. If you go to their website, you can see like what they would do. You could use increase your walkthrough rate up to 65%. And I don't even know if I like using the word walkthrough rate in the ad copy, depending on how educated your audience is. So if you know every single restaurant owner, bar owner uses that 
phrase, uses that word walkthrough rate, then use that, right? But maybe you just keep it more simple and talk about customers that don't come back. So that's the only thing I would do is I would maybe test out adding more to the ad copy itself and, you know, giving them a little tease of what they're going to see in the video and then having a call to action. Other than that, though, I love this video because it, the video does it all. The video does it, it. It leads with the challenge, makes them aware of that big frustration of people, you know, not coming back and solutions that are wonky, like fish bowls and stuff like that, that just don't work. And then it shows like the true visualization of customers in the restaurant, but then it shows the little pop-ups of the software and then it shows customers gone at a park hanging out. And then it shows the pop-up of showing that customer and how to get them back. It just, it just does a really good job of showing the software, the solution in action. So that's my critique for today. Go to the show notes, digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. We will have screenshots of uh, different phases of this video in the show notes, okay? And then of course, we'll link out to the actual video if you wanna watch it online. And other than that, I hope this was really, really helpful. And I hope you enjoyed Ralph and Molly's critiques. And like I said, get to the show notes so you can see all the screenshots in action. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.